The following is a Joel Mahalik production. On November 13th, Felix Unger was asked to remove himself from his place of residence. That request came from his wife. She asked him to leave because he wouldn't listen to the Joel Mahalik show. Greetings, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to another exciting episode of the Joel Mahalik Show featuring the lovely Sharon. Uh, I am Joel Mahalik, and across from the table, again, not the living room, the table, <laughs> is the lovely Sharon. The lovely Sharon, here I am. Hello, lovely Sharon. Hi. How are you? I am very well, thank you, and how are you? Very good. Awesome, awesome. What was I just doing to my... I don't know. I was doing something. I, wow. I don't know what that's going to sound like. We're going to find out. Okay. One, two, three, four, five. I One, know. two, three, four, five. Really crappy time. No, I, I was doing something over here. Oh. And I must have, I don't know, caused some... Oh, you know what it is? I know what it is. Is that it? I think the phone interferes with... Oh, okay. Anyway, welcome um, to the program. Website to stay in touch with us is www.jmtalk.net. You can also follow us on social media at TikTok and Facebook at JM Talk, and Twitter and Instagram is at JM Talk Radio. That's the various ways you can get a hold of us. Subscribe to the program. I have a hell of an earache. So I know. If you hear me pause on the show, and you know, I'm thinking to myself, I, I had this when, uh, in June when. Yeah. Katie was home last. Yeah. And um, so that's twice in two months, basically. Mm. I remember having it and talking about it on the program. Right. And you need to then get it checked out. Right. Well, uh, as you know, I went to the doctors on FaceTime (laughs) last time. And they're still doing patients by FaceTime. I know. Which I'm not saying is a bad thing or a good thing. It's 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 what it is. Yeah, exactly. But, but that's what they're doing. I mean, I have other things I'd like to discuss with them, but, you know, there's only so much that anyone can do over um, vi- video. Video chat. Yeah. The Zoom doctor. <laughs> um, so, yeah. So, if you hear me pause, it's because somebody's sticking a nice pick in my ear. Okay. But anyway, I, was, you know, I didn't mean to cut you off. I'm That's sorry. Right. I was just going to say awesome. However, having an earache is not awesome. No. So I had to retract that like real quick. It is far from it. I'm tired. I don't. I, I can't sleep with an earache. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I have drops in my ears. I leave in my system. Hmm. I don't know. So um, I came very close to not even posting a show this week. Make, oh. But we just did a rerun, and yeah, people, they're waiting for us. Right. So We have our fans, and yeah. they would like to hear us. Yeah. So how's everybody doing out there in COVID Nation? Right. Uh, which is pretty much what it is these days. Are you getting enough air from the fan? I am. Okay, it feels good. real good, yeah. It's been so hot. I so know. we were on vacation, 
And not that it was a big vacation. We just went to our campsite. <laughs> right, yeah, our beach home. Which we talk about quite often on the show because we talk about a lot of the idiots that we, we encounter from here to there and all around there. And so the heat, we had, we, we had such aspirations to do a lot of things yep. while we were away for 10 days. And we, we did next to nothing because of the heat wave. Right, yeah, because you can't do anything in no. the heat. No, I mean, you really can't. I mean, the real feel was tremendously over a hundred almost every day. Wow! And uh, I say wow like I wasn't there, and I'd <laughs> like to know, but I was there. <laughs> you were there. <laughs> we were living it. We were. Um, but w- while we were there, and I ran to the store to get a couple things, uh, as you may re- recall. Yes. And I took this picture, which you see is a bunch of juices. Okay. And I have a, a bit of a complaint. Okay. I have a bit of com- a bit of a complaint because here's some of the flavors from Tropicana that, that I see here: watermelon, uh, peach mango. Okay. Island punch. Sounds good. Strawberry. What is that? Strawberry peach. Mm. Um, and then of course this brand simply. Right. Uh, simply Peach, Simply Fruit Punch, Simply Lemonade, Simply No Light Flavors for Diabetics. <laughs> well, and that's not true. They have them, you just don't like them. None of these options up here in Tropicana have a light. None of these options. This is, well, I would love to try the watermelon, but not at the risk of yeah. 80 grams of sugar per serving. Oh, yeah. Right? Because, it, you know, you used to look at a bottle of soda or some sort of sugary drink, and it would say 38 sugars, 48 sugars per right. serving. Right, And now somewhere in the last couple of years, it has changed to become uh, X amount of sugars, and then underneath of that, it's like X amount of included sugars. So now... 40 sugars has turned into 100 sugars per <laughs> serving because of, right. the, of, it, of added sugar. Yeah. I don't know when that happened, but it happened to everything sugary lately. Well. And I don't understand it. What I don't understand is this. Since you have, you want the juice. You want a juice. And... You know I make an absolutely banging sweet tea. You do. But you never asked me to make it. Well, we had this conversation already. and you, uh, I, I, Yes, I'm, but our... our <sighs> I was going to say... When do you need to be asked to make me tea? Just make the tea. Oh, just, just make the just tea. Just make the tea. Just make the tea. Yes. All right, I'll be right back. <laughs> <laughs> My only point being that they should make uh, a light version of everything. And I know they can't. Uh, like I, and I know you and you do make Boss Sweet Tea for diabetics. Right, I know. But like the like the, the watermelons were really taunted me. Like forget the rest of the flavors I mentioned. Like the watermelon okay. omelet because you know I don't like watermelon, but I like watermelon flavor. Right. <laughs> and I thought I almost bought it. Because it was watermelon, and I was like, you know, I'll just have it like at dinner when I'm already taking a right. a shot of insulin. But I didn't because of that the added sugars thing. 
I'm not going to put 100 grams of sugar into my system with or without insulin. Right. In yeah, one, no, it's... In one shot. <clears throat> I get you. Um, so, I think what I need to do is, like, check the Tropicana website. Maybe it's just that that supermarket didn't carry them. Right. Or maybe I should... Uh, like, I have time to write to... I have more important things to do than write the Tropicana and suggest what, <laughs> what they should do with their flavors of friggin' juices. <laughs> but the watermelon would have been pretty neat to try. Yeah, because I, I agree. As I said, like I don't like watermelon, but I like the flavor of it. You know, right? And I should eat, <laughs> eat more watermelon. Why? Because it's ninety nine point nine percent water and point one percent flavoring. <laughs> Excuse me. So it's good for me. Ah, making all kinds of noises. I know. I'm about What's to start crying with? from the pain in my ear. What's going on with you? So. Oh um, my God! That just brings up a. Something that drives me crazy. What, when I cry? No. Oh, okay. Witch you. Witch you? Yeah. What? I I what say that a lot. Oh, I thought you meant something like... No. I drove you crazy. You were no. like, something with you. No, right. <laughs> well, you can tell we're from Philly because slang like that but well for the new listeners you can tell she's from philly because i spent a lot of years doing internet radio and training myself that when the on-air switch goes on the philly must be suppressed <laughs> well apparently i didn't get that memo <laughs> but you're working on it it's well, okay you're working on it yeah kind of it's all right <laughs> We'll get with you. Uh, <laughs> right. Okay, so what is on our agenda today? Uh, well, I complained about the juices. Yes. Um, I do want to complain about something I saw going to a client's the other day. Okay. Well, let's complain away. Well, <clears throat> this was disturbing, actually, because I was going to a client's up in uh, Newark, and if you're from Delaware... Newark, Delaware is pronounced Newark. Newark. If you're in New Jersey going to it's Newark, it's Newark. 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 Anyway, uh, so I'm going and I'm driving up and I can hear sirens, even though my music's loud in, mm-hmm. in, in the truck. So, and I turn the music down. Where's the sirens coming from? I see the, the ambulance is coming. Stop texting me during the show. <laughs> I, I see the ambulance coming the opposite direction in the opposite lane. And I see right. traffic getting out of his way. We're all coming to a stop. We're right before a light. The light's yeah. green. The turn-in light is green. So okay. there, I'm not turning left. I'm going straight. But there's mm-hmm. there's an SUV in the turn lane. It stops. And there was, like I was following him. So there was something weird about him the whole way I was following him. Okay. And just as the ambulance is, a, is at the height of the intersection, he speeds into his left turn and cuts the ambulance off. Oh, no. Is there a more disturbing person than somebody who purposely cuts off an ambulance with lights and siren? Yeah, because that usually means that they have a patient in the vehicle that needs life-saving care. Right. I was very disturbed by that. <clears throat> and it just adds to a long line of complaints that we've done on the show about bad yeah, drivers. Right. What if that was... Like, I'm sitting there yelling at the person. They can't hear me. I'm like, you know, I mean, they already went you that know. way and I went straight. <laughs> okay. And I'm yelling all the way to the client's office. I'm yelling at them to nobody. 
Like, what if it was your family member? You know yeah. what I mean? Like, these yeah. are the kind of things I think of. Exactly. People were just idiotic. I'm sorry. So what did you have? I just wanted to say that. Um, I honestly didn't really have Why did anything? you ask me what was on the agenda then? Because I, I wanted you, you to were looking know. for airtime. Because I wanted to know what we were going to talk about. Well, nothing now. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, I'll see you, everybody. Right. <laughs> no, um, uh, I do have other stuff coming up after the break. But when I looked at the time here, I said, oh, Sharon's got something to talk about. Wow. And I let you down. Why didn't you film yourself pressure washing? I know you're going to go back and do more after uh, the show, but you're pressure washing today, and you could be posting that stuff on TikTok and get in probably tens of thousands of likes because there is a whole subculture of people out there who love pressure washing porn. Okay. Because... I cannot handle a phone or whatever I'm using. But you can set the phone recording. up somewhere. Yeah, but that's a little too much like work. So when you're out there pressure washing the sidewalks, right? Yep. Are you spraying the sidewalk going, ooh, baby, just like that, just like that? <laughs> <laughs> okay. No. Are you talking dirty um, to the sidewalks? I'm just wondering. Right. <laughs> however, however, as I was spraying the sidewalk, I was thinking about uh, pressure washing porn. Were you? I was. You could have been filming it. Well, yeah, but You've gotten some music to put to it. Bound chicken, bound down, bound chicken. Okay. I don't know. You know. And, and it's amazing to me how much you love doing that. I do. Like you like you ask complete strangers if you can pressure wash your shit for I, them. I do. My neighbors, I'm like, hey, can I pressure wash your house for you? Uh, okay, psycho. Right, you were telling a new neighbor at the beach who just moved in. I love pressure washing, so. And I saw them trying to get away from you a little bit. Did you? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just, wow. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I get in. <laughs> I get in. Um, but yeah. Yeah. So you should have filmed some of it. I should have. Or you should have come out and helped me. It is way too hot out there for me. Oh. But not for me. Well, I didn't suggest you go out there and do it. In fact, I suggested maybe you don't go out in the heat and do it. <laughs> I tried talking you out of it this morning by going, you know, what time of day were you thinking of going out there? Melting in the morning or melting in the afternoon? Well, I ended up melting in the morning. And then I turned around and melted in the afternoon. And now you have to put everything away, right? Yes. That's what I thought. After you finish up. Yep. Um, yeah, uh, folks, she's so into pressure washing that she has a pressure washer here and at the campsite. Yep. Everywhere she like, if 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 I could get you a professional trailer mounted pressure washer, you'd probably have it. I know someone that has one. I know you do, <laughs> and I know that you want it. That's I the, do. That's the scary thing. 
One could say, arguably, that you could start your own business pressure washing, although I don't know why you'd want to be out in the heat doing oh this, goodness, even for a no. living. The, I mean, because they say you should what you should do for a living is what you love to do, like right. your passion. Yeah. And that way you're happy doing what you're doing. But exactly. But I, I could not be in that heat. I like to cut grass <laughs> and trim grass, but... You know, no, not not yeah. for a living. I don't. I like beautifying our property. <laughs> well, pressure washing is beautifying, right? Our property, right? Until and I go to someone else's property. Now, you know, sidewalks are one thing. You know, over time, you know, the rains and uh, there's so many factors that make a sidewalk dirty, right? And yeah. you can really see the stark difference in what that you've done to our sidewalks. I know. And that's we've been here 15 years, so. It's but been have you seen that long since yeah. it was done. Have, or longer, really. Cause who's, yeah, if you, you know. think about it, yeah. But have you seen these videos where people are pressure washing their house? The stuff, the, like the whole side of their big two, yeah. three-story house? Yeah. And I'm sitting there watching it going, oh, this must be like a tan house, you know, with mold, yeah. with mold on it or right. moss or whatever. Moss. And then they wash it off and it's like snow white. <laughs> and it's like, I know. who lets their house get that bad? That's get, just oh, I know, like bathroom right? cleaners when they do their commercials. They're showing you a bathroom that looks like... <laughs> That looks like it was uh, uh, from the Texas Chainsaw Massacre house. You know what I mean? Wow. And it, who allows their stuff to get that bad? Not me, that's for sure. I mean, like I said, it's one thing with sidewalks because time and age will do all that. But I'm talking right. about, like, your own side of your house. Right. So, but anyway. Um and coming up later on the show, we have a new Honor Thy Hero, uh, also Wombat of the Week. And if you're new to the program, stay tuned because we'll tell you what they are and how you can get involved in that. Also, coming up after the break, we will talk about a couple of um, uh, not related stories, but uh, stories that are related to the sub- subject matter of the day. Um, and that's all coming up after this quick break, which we're going to take. All right. Uh, get something to drink and be back. Right after this with more of the Joel Mahalik Show featuring the lovely Sharon. This is New York's Super Oldie Station, 920 WON. The Apple, Brooklyn, New York. The following conversation is real. It took place on Tuesday, June 8th of 2004 between a Blonde Star advisor and a subscriber. Blonde Star emergency. This is Steve. Is there an emergency in your vehicle? Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I've locked myself in my car and the keys are on the outside. Ma'am. Oh, my God. Ma'am, I need you to calm down. Okay. It's, it's just that the windows are rolled up and I'm starting to sweat. My keys are on the outside. Now, your keys are on the outside of the vehicle? Yes. Oh, my God. Now, does your car have automatic locks or? Uh, yes, 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 yes. Okay. Yes. Here's what I need you to do. Take hold of the inside of your door handle there. Are you doing this? Um. Oh, the shiny thing. Grab the oh. shiny thing. Uh, okay, I've got it, I've got it. Okay, now give that a tug. Okay. Did it open? Yes, oh my God, thank you. Okay, now what is that noise? Oh, that's not door alarm. Yeah, but that only happens if the keys are in the ignition, hun. Oh my God, you know what? Your keys are actually in your ignition. Yes. Okay. Oh, my God. Thank you so much, Blonde Star. That's why we're here. Do you need anything else? Blonde Star. No, always it. on, because you're always blonde. Oh 
Welcome back, folks, to the Joel Mahalik Show, featuring the lovely Sharon. Um, thanks for staying here with us. And uh, remember, you can always send us uh, send us anything, really. We want something. <laughs> <laughs> okay. We get stories you know, for Wombat of the Week whatever. and Heroes, but, I mean, you know, send us some content. Right. Say hi on social media, things like that. Exactly. Anyway... Um, it is hot. Did I mention it was hot? No, okay. you didn't. It's hot. Wow, yeah, it's it's kind of warm out there. <laughs> so, um, one of the things that I wanted to talk about was, you know, if you look at all this crap going on in the world today, and, so, and uh, some of this will, uh, will be, there'll be more of this on one last thing if time permits today. Okay. In segment three, but some of the things going on that, around not just the covid but like we have a lot of different factors going on right now if you think about it. we have a right the economy is in trouble we have covid second wave oh, i read something <clears throat> that said that the unemployment um is the highest it has been since the great depression yeah i, I had heard that too i had heard that too yeah, that's crazy. Well, yet they're not saying it's the great, you know, right. the second great well, it's depression because it's a whole different thing. It is. I mean, it i is. i read a I read a story earlier today, and I don't know the validity validity of it, but it said like sixty percent of restaurants in the state of Pennsylvania are clo- are not going to be able to recover; wow. they're closing for good. You know, um, that is crazy. There's only so much stimulus though, that you can give. Right, exactly. You know, the rest of it sort of has to take care of itself, which is what, you know, the Republicans right. are hoping we can get done. Um, but, you know, um, so we have all these different things going on. And, like, for instance, there is a, I, I told you about this this morning or last night, I forget. Um, I, I just had it here at my fingertips. But it's that, it was that daycare. What was that daycare I told you about? Well, no, day camp. Uh, um, was it in Georgia? Uh, where is it? I just had it here. I'm not sure. There was a day camp, an overnight day camp, an overnight camp for uh, children. And here it is in Georgia. Did I say Georgia? I think yeah, I said Georgia. you did. Hundreds of people, staff and, and children, test positive for COVID-19 after attending a sleepover camp. And they were all sent home sick. Um, You know... These are bad ideas. Yes, they are. You know, they're they're like yeah. uh, I I and I know this is kind of like saying, wait a minute, but you just said the economy has to fix itself, and it does. We do have to get the economy open and do it in such a safe manner. But like right now, you're not supposed to have crowds of people together, and you have right. this camp, right? You know. Oh, I know, right? Um, un- 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 unless unless you're protesting or rioting or looting you're, <laughs> then you can have groups of people together. Yeah, right. Or if you're a high-profile pro- high political funeral you can have groups of people together. But you can't any other time. So I don't know how like this sleepover camp yeah. was even thought that this was a good idea. Exactly. And this past week we lost uh, an amazing amazing person. We lost, we lost several good people in the last couple of weeks while we went off by the way. 
But this past week, we lost Herman Cain, who is a former GOP candidate for president and just an amazing American businessman. And um, and we lost him to COVID-19 because he attended a rally. He did not believe that we were having a second wave. I can't, I can't say I don't believe that because we have our third family member affected by this. Right. Not our immediate family, but... Right, but still. So, he didn't believe there was a second wave. He went to a political rally for Donald Trump, and now he has... And now he, he's passed away from COVID. Um, what is this? Do you see this? On the table? It's funny, because I was just... That looks like... Is that plastic or glass? And if it's glass, where did it come from? It's plastic. That's... Well, I mean, that's still not good either. That means oh, something here, broke. No, it. don't cut my arm with it for testing really? purposes. I wanna. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, you know, things like this. Now, another thing, uh, I want to pull this story up here. Uh, the alarm, Molly, the alarm. Don't want to hear from you. Not right now. No, no. Um, a cruise ship, and I want to find out what company it was because... Oh, Sorry. And we love cruising. We haven't cruised in a I while. I know, right? We'll probably never cruise again. But um, where is... Whose ship was it? Da, 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 da. Norwegian. Norwegian Expedition Cruise Company. Um, and I can't pronounce that name, so I won't. It's a, it, it's a Norwegian company. Um, I'm wondering what company was that? I, I, I can't pronounce it. <laughs> but, it's, but it's a Norwegian... <laughs> Anyway, so the ship's name, uh, Rod Amundsen. Oh my goodness! Um, it's one of the first cruise ships that have since COVID nineteen started hit the waters again, and they're having a COVID outbreak. So oh my god! Uh, again, you know, these are the <coughs> these are the Why? things that we shouldn't be doing yet. I mean, I, I know people understand. want to. Like we said, I don't get it. I really don't. Like when we went on vacation, which we went to the same place we go every weekend, and one of my supervisors at work was like, you know, please be careful. That's a hot spot down there. And I'm like, you know, you know what we do when we go down there? Same thing we do here. Nothing. Nothing. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> We're just doing nothing somewhere else. Exactly. You know, we keep to ourselves. We go out to the store. We wear a mask, get what we need, get the hell out. Yeah, it's a strategy we have. We do have friends down there. And we so. we do, but if you look at, it's small gatherings. We're talking about like when we, well, when we do visit yeah. with friends, we're like four people, uh, you know, in a group. It's usually outside. Exactly. You know what I mean? Yep. So, and that's one of the criteria. Keep the group small. Yep. And nobody's sneezing, coughing, or anything like that. You know? But when we do go out into that unknown, yeah. you know, we... Go, do what we need to do, get out, we're wearing our mask, we're following the social distancing. What can right. we help you with, Molly? Would you, like, would you like to get on the microphone, Molly? Molly, what do you want? So, um, so this cruise ship uh, goes out, 535 passengers, um, and they had four crew members... And they all tested for COVID-19. And then on uh, Saturday, they said 
Another 32 crew members tested positive for the illness. Like, I'm going through and I'm looking to see if any of the passengers... But the entire ship was placed on isolation. Um, and the 154 remaining crew members on board have all been tested for COVID. And 122 of them tested negative for the illness. So, um, crazy stuff. Uh, you know, these are, and so this is what I wanted to say. That what I wanted to say was that these people, all these different people, I, to me, it's like I know you want to get out and do things. I do. I know you want to get out and do things. But at the same time, we're faced with constant evidence of what happens when you start doing these things possibly prematurely. Um, I don't know what the right answer is. Um, but, I mean, and, and these things, a sleepover camp with a bunch of children and staff, a cruise ship with passengers and crew, these are not good ideas, and they're much, much different from, you know, when we get together with, say, our kids, or we get together with, you know, our next-door neighbors, things like that, um... So I just think that I don't know what's going to come of this because these are the little things that I see in the news that make me think that the bigger picture of what might come, and I'm talking about another shutdown, could be on the wings. Um, it just, uh, I, I think it lends to it, if nothing else. So, while well, the lovely Sharon takes care of the alarm system. Apparently, the alarm system needed fuel. <laughs> um, so, I wanted to draw your attention. Sometimes, it's not all about bringing you a news story and making fun of it or making light of it. I do a lot of reading of opinion pieces uh, online. And sometimes we'll grab those things. And, you know, an interesting article that I found... Okay, I'm back. <laughs> ...was why... Sorry about that. Sorry, why we haven't found aliens yet. And it's interesting that this came out because, you know, uh, the government is declassifying documents that show that there are some unidentified things that they can't explain happening okay. and they're starting to become more open about that and I think it's because there are tens of thousands of people across the world who are seeing and documenting things in the skies and now maybe the people that were classifying uh, stuff like that just can't uh, you know like the, tra the, the trash can's getting yeah. full <laughs> you know what I mean um, right so there's a lot of theories about um, why one, of course, the one theory that keeps coming up, which uh, and a little, maybe a little debate for you and I. Okay. The biggest theory that comes up is why haven't we been contacted? Because we are in fact alone in this universe. I cannot, I can't wrap my hands around that. When you try, and I mean try, to mm. with the limited knowledge that we do have of how vast it is out there. Right. I can't wrap my hands around the idea that we are the only 
people, the only things, the only beings out here. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. When If you study astronomy or science at all or watch one show, my working theory is I think that they've been watching us for a long time. You mean aliens? Yes, intelligent, okay. intelligent life from other parts of the universe. Okay. But I think as they get ready to come here and introduce themselves, I think they wind up looking down and rolling their windows back up, locking <laughs> the doors and driving away. I would. <laughs> I'm I mean, you. you know. I would. Who would want to visit us? You oh, know. Oh Lord. I, mate, I'm starting to think that we're not intelligent at all. <laughs> So, um, um, you know, I think I might have to agree with you on that one. What? That, that we're not intelligent at all. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And according to a 27 research paper accepted for publication in the Journal of the British Interplanetary Society, it says that extraterrestrials are sleeping while they wait. So authors from Oxford, Future of Humanity Institute, and the Astronomical Observatory of Belgrade, Andrew Sandberg, Stuart Armstrong, and Milan... Cirkovic argued that the universe is too hot right now for advanced digital civilizations to make the most efficient use of their resources. Uh, so the solution, their solution is sleep and wait for the universe to cool down. Right. Um, sleep yeah. and wait. Or maybe they're sleeping and waiting for us to kill ourselves off and they'll come raid the planet when there's nobody to defend it. <laughs> okay. Um, so... But yeah, I, I I just thought it was interesting timing for this article to come out because um, there is a lot of speculation that okay the government does have evidence that even they can't explain so maybe they're they're starting to admit maybe there's something out there yeah um and to me like I said that's just to me that seems like the the chip bowls are overflowing and they can't control themselves anymore right. so um so they're starting to allow this documentation to just flow be grabbed analyzed by you know your conspiracy theorists or whatnot and um and move on so but even now during COVID 19 i think it would be a bad idea for anybody to um come down and say hello but it is funny like how do you explain all the things that people are seeing in the sky right you know are they hovering and checking us out I don't. I don't know, but when the but when hmm. the when the Department of the Air Force and the Navy suddenly goes, well, yeah, we see it. We don't know what it is, and I also think it's because a lot of police departments have started calling into government agencies too. Right, and yeah, no, so and the freedom of, of the freedom of information is exploding. But I, um, I don't know. I just don't know. But you have to be silly to think that we're all alone in this whole universe. Um, we can't be alone. We cannot be alone. Um, I think I agree. You know, because ours is vast, just our solar system, and there are, I don't even know how many, there's countless solar systems that there's evidence of. So we right. have all these other solar systems... If they're uh, as vast or if not more sh- larger than ours, yeah. then um, I thought the light was dimming, but I think the clouds are moving over. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, but but the it made light a, looks yeah, like it's dimming. But it, 
Yeah, but I think it's because the skylight. You watch the skylight, and I bet you when that cloud moves away, it's going to brighten up the whole thing. I don't like these skylights. I know you like them. I don't. I don't. Sorry. Don't. Well, that's your opinion. <laughs> so, um, anyway, what do you think? I mean, do you guys think we're alone uh, in this universe? Why do you think, if we're not alone, why do you think they're not here yet? As advanced as we are. And think about that, too, because that'll blow your mind. As advanced as we are in all aspects of technology, we have cars right. that are driving themselves around now. Um, imagine that other there's, that there's probably life out there that is doing more with technology than we are. And that should blow your mind. So, did I blow your mind? Yes. Okay. You blew my mind. All right. Well, I guess you're going to go finish up your power washing yeah. and put your power washing equipment yeah. away. So that's fine. Whatever. When I come back, <laughs> I have I have more work to do Okay. here on the show. I'll be back. I have Wombat of the Week coming up. I have Honor Thy Heroes. If time permits, we're going to do one last thing. And uh, so it's that time. It's that time where we tell it's Sharon to say goodbye, Sharon. Goodbye, Sharon. There we go. Folks, I'm coming back right after this. Don't go away. More of the Joel Mahalik Show featuring the lovely Sharon. Coming up right after this. This message is for all of you sitting in the passenger seat. And apologies if it gets a little uncomfortable. But how does it feel to be at the mercy of someone who thinks a random text is more important than your life? Someone who takes their eyes off the road while speeding along in a three-ton hunk of steel. Freaky, right? Well, why not just ask them to stop? Or better yet, volunteer to text for them. It might be a little awkward, but believe me, you'll live. Learn more at StopTextStopRex.org. Brought to you by the Ad Council and the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration. Broadcasting from a crummy little studio in Baltimore, Maryland. This is Reality One Radio. You see why we need your donations? Welcome back, everybody, to the Joel Mahalik Show. Featuring the lovely Sharon, this is part three. It's our final stretch, and Sharon is off and running and pressure washing now in this heat, if you if you can believe that. For some reason, it's so important to pressure wash in, in this heat. But be that as it may, uh, welcome to the final stretch of the show. And during this part of the show, we talk about a couple of things. Uh, we discuss the Wombat of the Week. Uh, which is stupid people doing stupid things, and we'll explain that in case you're a first-time listener as we go on. Also, uh, a very uh, popular segment here on the program and the social media pages, Honor Thy Heroes, and that's where we honor extraordinary people for doing extraordinary things. Uh, And, of course, in today's, uh, the way things are now, this is something that we need. So uh, that's what we do. And if time permits, we'll go over one last thing. I have one or two things that uh, I'm still juggling with in my mind to talk about, if time permits. And that's how that all works. Now, let me get a quick adjustment of the mic, hopefully, uh, without interfering too much with the sound. I don't think it affected it at all, actually. I don't know. Um, So here we go. Uh, First, we usually tackle the Wombat of the Week. And if you're new to the show and you're wondering, hey, how do I do that? And in fact, what is it? 
Uh, very simply, it's stupid people doing stupid things and it winding up in the newspaper. So, uh, you know, uh, verifiable in the news. So if you want to get involved, you can send us a link to stupid people doing stupid things and you can send it along in an email to joelmaholicradio at gmail.com or you can also send it to us in a private message on Facebook at JM Talk. That's the handle on how to do that so you can leave us a message there various ways to get it to us and send us a link drop us the link and then we have it to review and see if it meets the criteria uh which unfortunately also in these days and times it's very easy to meet the criteria of wombat of the week unfortunately Uh, as unfortunate as that sounds but it is so today we want we want to talk about a, a new york man a long island guy who faked his own death to avoid jail but there was only one problem. He had a major typo that gave him away. So we're talking about a Long Island criminal defendant tried faking his death to avoid a jail sentence, but the phony death certificate his lawyer submitted had a glaring spelling error that made it a dead giveaway for fraud, according to prosecutors. Robert Bergen, age 25, of Huntington, New York, now faces up to four years in prison if convicted of the alleged crime. That's in addition to pendant sentences for earlier guilty pleas to charges of possession of stolen Lexus and attempted grand larceny of a truck. Uh, not only that, he was also arrested in Philadelphia, or in a Philadelphia suburb, uh, for theft as well. And so here's what happened. Um, he was scheduled to be sentenced to a year in jail last October on the theft-related charges, But Mr. Berger fled the state, and while taking steps to convince his then-lawyer prosecutors and the judge that he had killed himself, including allegedly using his fiancée to pass along a bogus death certificate. At first glance, his purported death certificate looked like an official document issued by the New Jersey Department of Health, Vital Statistics, and Registry, but there was one big problem. The word registry was spelled reg citry. Uh, There was also some inconsistencies in the font type and size that also raised suspicions. Uh, So the real New Jersey Department of Health, Vital Statistics, and Registry confirmed that his death certificate was fake. And uh, that's when they found out, of course, he was not dead but alive. And um, while he was supposedly dead, he was arrested in suburban Philadelphia on the charges, including uh, allegations for providing false identity to law enforcement. And he stole from a Catholic college. So last January, he was sentenced to a year in jail, according to Pennsylvania court records. I mean, you know, so now his case now with the fake death certificate, which is worth four years of convicted, you know, allegedly, I mean, you know, um, it can't be alleged if you're alive. If you're alive, thus negates the death certificate. (laughs) So to me, there's no alleged about it. And I know the reason for the alleged is because defense lawyers have to have income. They have to have a job, right? And this is one of the type of people that you say to yourself, how can anybody wake up in the morning and say to themselves, hey, you know what? I'm going to defend a scumbag. Um, I don't get it. I, I, and, and it's big business, so don't get me wrong. And, 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 and believe me, the economy needs uh, you know some, some triggering right now. So, um, But, you know... Uh, this reminds me of that case, uh, whew, I think it was five or so years ago, you know, it was the the former Coast Guard Petty Officer who turned shoe salesman, uh, 
And he posed, uh, he posed as, a, as a lawyer, a military lawyer. And he was soliciting clients and appearing in court. Huh. You know, <laughs> there are better things you can be. When they say you can be whatever you, you want, uh, take that with a grain of salt. But be the best that you can be, right? Just be, be a good person. Oh, the irony of saying that now in today's fabric of society. So, uh, you know, the, the Long Island prosecutors, you know, they, they, they say crime doesn't pay. You know, eventually this was gonna get, uh, he was going to get caught up to them. I mean, if you think about, you know, um, forgery doesn't go well. On any level, whether you're forging money or forging documents, it usually just does not go well. And um, so it looks like he's sort of like a career uh, lawbreaker in general. And it looks like he's just he's just not a good fit for us here in society, right? So he needs to be rehabbed in the prison system. You know, if he, now if he did this in Delaware, he'd be out on the streets, you know, on an unsecured bond. Because that's how the justice system in Delaware works, you see. So, um, so yeah, so it'll be interesting to see. His next court appearance uh, is on the 29th. He was, uh, the judge did set his bail for $1, but put him back in jail anyway, because he has these other underlying cases. So, you know, what a slap in the face, right? Bail set at a dollar. Yay! You're going back to jail. Boo! You know, so, sort of a, a, a kick in the teeth there. So that's the Wombat of the Week. Mr. Bergen, you get the crown all to yourself this week, Robert Bergen. Uh, wear it well. Um, and also, if I can give you a piece of advice, do not drop the soap. So there you have it. Now, we're going to move on. We're going to move on to the Honor Thy Hero segment. Very popular segment. And that's because we find extraordinary people who are doing extraordinary things and uh, much harder to find. And, that's, and so I take more pleasure in talking about a hero each week than I do the wombats because right now the world needs some heroes, right? We all need some heroes in our neighborhoods, in our lives, in our families. You know, we can all use a hero. And um, so today... Also, I want to tell you the same way, if you want to send in a link to a news story of anybody going to extraordinary measures to help someone else, and you have a link to a local paper or a major newspaper or to a news story on the web, send it to us, Radio at gmail.com. Get it to us over Facebook. You know, hit us on Instagram. Um, just send, it, send, it, send, me, send us a message somewhere. Send us the link. And they will be considered for Honor Thy Heroes. So the same way, you can get stories to us the same way. I want to talk about an off-duty Syracuse police officer who saved two dogs from a burning home. So this is you know, a real hero story for a lot of people, including pet owners. Okay, so Syracuse police officer James Nowardwarski was on his way um, to work Thursday afternoon, this past Thursday, when he saw heavy smoke billowing from a Cicero, New York home. So he stopped at the, um, at the residence. He heard dogs barking inside. And this was about 2 o'clock in the afternoon, according to state police. He tried several times to see if anyone was inside. But when no one answered, he entered and started searching the home. And that's when he found two dogs and rescued them. State police, Cicero police, 
the sheriff's deputies, and Brewerton Central Square and other firefighting departments all then responded to the scene. They were able to quickly contain the fire to the garage area. No one was injured in the fire. Now, um, now Radorsky has only been an officer since July of 2018, so right around the two-year mark, uh, was not available for comment on the news story, but I am sure to the owners of the home, the owners of the dogs, uh, this man is a huge hero. You're going above and beyond. Um, you know, now, of course, this is what they're, they're trained for all kinds of situations. Do we know if they're trained for this particular situation? Probably not. But I think you come across a situation like this and you have to ask yourself, you know, um, or not really ask yourself. I think as a police officer, I think you tell yourself, this is what this uniform means. And even though he was off duty, you know, that's, and that's, a, that's a very large burden on law enforcement officers, firefighters, paramedics, knowing because I was a paramedic. That's a large burden, knowing that even if you're off duty, that doesn't mean you're off duty. You come across something like that, and I think for most people, it's in your nature to help anyway. Um, but, you know, it's just that I think it's, I think it's kind of part of the gig. That's how I felt when I was a paramedic. It's just part of the job. You know, I have stopped at plenty of accidents, road accidents when I was a paramedic, when I was not on duty and helped because that's what we do. So, and two doggies and a family very lucky that he had stopped by, had come upon the, uh, the smoke uh, the, coming from the building. And for that... Um, James Nowardwarski is our Honor Thy Heroes recipient for this week, and uh, we thank you for your service to the community that you serve and to the community who you served in this off-duty fashion. And we wish you uh, many successful years of serving and protecting in this position. So thank you very much, and enjoy your crown. I hear a phone ringing. Here's a strange thing. My cell phone's in front of me, and we don't have any phones in the house other than that. <laughs> it's weird. It's weird. Okay. So, uh, you know, for one last thing, yeah, I just sort of wanted to talk a little bit about what's going on out there in today's world. You know, it, it's strange because weeks ago, the lovely Sharon and I were uh, having trouble finding anything that was not COVID-related to talk on the show about. It's, it's hard to find things that's not COVID-related. We try very hard to uh, mainly entertain you as an audience and so when we're looking for things in the news or in social media, we look for things that we can entertain you with, we can embellish on, uh, maybe uh, be a little extra sarcastic with, and sort of just give you that entertainment value instead of always having negative things to say, because there's plenty of that, right? But, you know, what I want to bring to your attention is, um, you know, that was then, and then now we have 
since George Floyd's death and some other questionable deaths, yeah, that are wrong. We have a lot of civil unrest now. And um, and with that civil unrest, has be- there's this big war between the two major political parties. And that's playing out on our social media feeds. It's playing out in the mainstream media. Now, I'm not going to get... I'm not going to really get to into politics here. Maybe stress, stretch in there a little bit, but because that's not what we do. But what I want to say is that that political bickering, on top of the civil unrest, on top of the situation that's going on, where we need some police reform, so uh, maybe we don't have bad bully cops. On top of the COVID nineteen, on top of the second wave that we're being that we're seeing, you know. All these things. Think about the magnitude of everything I just mentioned. A pandemic in its second wave. Civil unrest because we have bad cops. Civil unrest because we have political factions warring with each other. All of these things. Any one of those things is enough to give you stress, grief, anxiety. You know, the, the economy, throw that in there, another problem, the economy, because of these other things. And so when something so simple like a dispute over a mask, okay, when something so simple as that turns into an issue, okay, for example... There's a story that came out the other day. A mask dispute in Staples leaves a customer with a broken leg after another woman throws her to the ground. An older woman with a cane was thrown to the ground and her leg was broken because of a dispute over someone not wearing a mask between two customers. You know, when I go out and about, when I go to work, and we'll stop at a Wawa in the morning, where we go to the store to do our shopping once a week. Like, the lovely Sharon and I don't go out and about. So when we have to go to the places we need to go to, get our stuff done and get out of there, so we're properly distanced. We don't start arguments with people. And I'm not saying... Actually, maybe I am saying. You just don't start a fight with somebody for something. If you're wearing a mask and they're not, stay away from them. You're already wearing a mask. So, And I'm not saying this is the woman who got hurt's fault. It's clearly the woman on the other side who pushed her down. But what I'm saying is, is everything's so volatile. You understand what I'm saying? She has a broken leg now because of a dispute over mask wearing. How silly is that? You see how the tensions are, the, the line between nice and not nice is so thin right now? That's a problem. And we have to get we have to get this figured out because we have enough unrest and things going on to where we can't fly off the handle because of someone else's behavior. It is not our job to police people's behavior. If you're in a store and someone's not wearing a mask, you don't fight with them about it. Move on. Stay socially distant. Wearing your mask, get what you need, get out of the picture. You know, again, and I'm not 
pointing the finger at the lady who wound up getting hurt. I'm not at all. What I'm saying is these kinds of things can be avoided. We have enough problems right now. We can't be looking for more problems to start. But that goes to show you how volatile things are out there. And it's up to everybody as an individual person to be better than that other person. You know, as I said, Sharon and I will hold a door for you. We'll greet you. You know, we get done what we have to get done and we get out of there. So just think before you act. And I know that's an old cliche. It's an old saying. But boy, does it hold so much more um, truth today. You know, it just just be the better person. You know, the world is tough enough right now. Tough enough. And I don't even know if getting out of 2020 and getting into 2021 is going to help us. So be that better person today. And hopefully it helps others heal for tomorrow. You know what I mean? Be that better person to somebody. Like, you know, Sharon has asked me before, and I may have mentioned this, and if I did, I'm sorry, you're going to hear it again. Sharon has asked me before, why do you wave at people you don't, you don't know? <laughs> Even passes someone going around a corner or something in the car. And I say, because you don't know what that other person's going through. And what if my wave or my saying good morning to someone I don't know has totally changed that person's outlook? What if they were getting ready to jump off a bridge and maybe my greeting them stopped them? And I know that sounds cheesy to some people, but to me, that's pretty real to me. So just be, be, that, be that better person. And that's one last thing. So I want to thank everybody for joining us on the program. Thanks for listening to our episodes. Thanks for subscribing. Remember, the place to go and do that is www.jmtalk.net. On the web, we're on Facebook and TikTok at JM Talk, and Instagram and Twitter at JM Talk Radio. Uh, so hop over there and check it out. I'm now um, I'm starting to put some of the, the the stupid little videos I made for TikTok onto the Facebook page, so they're getting around to the other social media pages. And uh, remember, everybody, just be good to each other, okay? And let's get through this in a better light. Until next time, folks. We will see you again. Stay cool out there, and we'll see you next time. Bye-bye.